Hello and welcome to the 35th episode of the BTF podcast. That's the Back to Football podcast, the number one podcast for people who probably should talk about something other than football. Now, today is Wednesday, the 11th of March. Uh, there's a certain word that is, is ruining everyone's life at the moment. We are going to talk about that today. But first of all, um, I'll talk about three other little words that are joining me in the studio. We've got <laughs> Levi. <laughs> is that all we are to you? We've got Levi. How you doing, Dan? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm good. I'm waiting. Greg will give me that question in a minute. John, you all right? I'm okay. And Greg? Hello, Dan. Very well. <laughs> Been practicing that. But yeah, nice. <laughs> uh, See, I, didn't, I didn't ask you. That's the first time I haven't gone, how you doing there? Yeah, yeah. that's in, good. In 35 we're, we're, all, we're all learning. We're moving <laughs> on. Um, we are uh, coming at you live on YouTube, uh, iTunes and Spotify simultaneously. Um, and yeah, if you are watching on YouTube, please do uh, hit that subscribe button below. Uh, we would be very, very grateful if you would do that. Now, boys, how have you been? How was your weeks? Yeah, I'll go first, shall I? Yes, please. Yeah, not too bad, not too bad. Uh, that word that you uh, mentioned, mm-hmm. um, definitely. Do you want to say it? Do you want to get the first the, one in the there of the C show? Word. That, the, yeah, the C word. Not, should we use the, not the one that's called COVID-19? Should we say it? Should we call it that? Yeah. Let's call it by the most commonly known term, the coronavirus. Yeah. Oh, he yeah, said, said it. That said one. it. That one. COVID-19. COVID-19. Sounds like a District 9 sort of reboot, doesn't it? COVID-19. Yeah, 100%. District 9 underrated film yeah great film BTF film talk um, so yeah let's let's get this out there because I know some people are obviously sick of hearing about it some people are actually sick with it um, <laughs> and some people are dead so uh, we should uh, no we probably shouldn't it. shouldn't spend too long on this today but is the world kind of uh, shutting down a little bit it is because of this virus it is games being played behind closed doors no handshakes um, yeah, that was I coached, insane to I watch. coached football, um, so I had a match at the weekend. My um, my under 11s were knocked out of the cup by a team from the league above. I blame um, the manager. You said that again? What'd you say? <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Miller. Um, yeah, no, sacked in the morning. Uh, yeah, we lost four uh, nil. It was a good game, to be fair. Um, <laughs> but at the end of the game, optimist. Um, none of the players, none of the players shook hands. Um, they like tapped the insides of their feet. Yeah, um, I saw that. And Not some of them were doing like. Like elbow touching. Yeah, you're in a like bush. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, uh, like, yes, lads. yeah. Yeah. So that was that was and it, mindset as well. Like, so obviously you forget. So I shook the hand of like the referee and the coach after, yeah. and in my head I was like, I need to go wash my hands. I need to go wash my hands because like it's just the scaremongering is just kind of like, mm. kind of had a, more of an effect. But do you not see the the irony almost of oh we won't shake hands in the ninety minutes of football that we're going to play where we're sweating all over each other, yeah. tackling each other. Right. Exactly. You know, I, I don't really understand how that's. I mean, I suppose it's more. I would. I would say it's more of a role model thing. Um, yeah, that's almost yeah. see um, for for like obviously the youngsters around when they see footballers not shaking hands. It's almost just that moment where something's completely different, and then you pick up on that, and then maybe replicate that in your everyday life. Just that that almost symbolic element, be able to replicate that. I think that's what 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 the aim of the game almost is, as opposed to um, containing the virus. Beautifully put. No worries. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet poetry. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I do agree with that. Did you see the clip of uh, Jurgen Klopp when he got off the the Liverpool coach this week and did the the elbow, elbow tap touch. with the the chauffeur or whatever the driver and he <laughs> picked up his suitcase and then the picked up touch. yeah <laughs> so the suitcase handle obviously that the driver's just pulled yeah. out and touches it straight away but. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, is is washing your hands not one of those things that people should be doing anyway? This like, is the thing. So everyone's going mental. Just there's no soap. There's no there's no uh, soap anywhere. But like, everyone's going the day, There's no hand hand soap. What were people doing before? This is what I'm saying. Everyone's going mental about it and saying about the importance. Like, have you not been washing your hands beforehand? Well, I mean, it doesn't make any sense to me. Is this, well, is this a confession? No, no, no. no. <laughs> I, I wash my hands regularly, but I want to hold my hand up to it. <laughs> how, how many people in a room have started stockpiling? Stockpiling? No, no, not yet. No. What are you? Who, what, so you tempted? are then? No, I'm, temp- I'm, I'm really tempted. I'm tempted because to. when Stop you want what? something, like I, we had to buy hand wash because we just was running out, like just on a weekly yeah. shop. So when you go there, there's none there. You're like, Ugh. so you're thinking the next time I'm gonna have to stockpile because when you actually want some toilet roll, yeah, there's gonna be none, none in the shops. That's my reason for it. It's not just because it's not because oh I'm scared I'm gonna have to go into quarantine for ages and I'm gonna have to survive on these rations. It's because I don't know when I'm next gonna be able to get get this thing like that I need like. What if you need like basic, just the basics? What if you need deodorant? There's no deodorant. Yeah. You're just gonna walk around smelling. It's gonna yeah. be a hot, a hot <laughs> surprise. Yeah. Something's Some, coming. So first world problems. It's not. It's not stockpiling to be excessive and go into like panic. It's potentially stockpiling to be prepared because if you've been into ASDA, it's like the apocalypse and all the shelves are just mm. completely empty. Or if you go into like Tesco's, there's literally like signs like limiting how many people can uh, how yeah. how much people can buy. So. There, yeah. There's things out there essentially that yeah. um, are showing us that we probably should start putting some surprises aside um, and <laughs> yeah. putting things away. In the world of sport, it no one said anything yet, but it, I would predict that the Euro is probably going to get cancelled. Um, I mean, so the Serie A in yeah. Italy has been suspended until the beginning of April. I think um, the French first two divisions they've been suspended since uh, till the beginning of April. Is that confirmed? Yep. Yeah. This today. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, and then the Olympics in the summer as well in Tokyo. Big question mark. Yeah, I, I would suggest. In my, in, well, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not an expert, and I think obviously I'll put it out there. But I wouldn't think the Euros would be cancelled. I think they would just pay them behind closed doors. If I'm honest. That's such a shame, though, isn't it? As much as it is a shame, I still like, like the ticket sales as well. The economy of it. Mm. Would it be not worth just cancelling it? And then doing what? Play it next year. Play it next year. Yeah. P- postpone it. Because there's nothing in that summer, is why, there? Why? Well, yeah, ruin, exactly. It's the Qatar World Cup, which is going to be. Oh that, no, that's two years time, isn't it? That ruined my summer. If they cancelled Euro, the Euros, that ruined my summer. I was really planning the, bar- the barbecues. The liars that would be saved. I was planning the barbecues. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> the everything. Because no, Lee Barnes have a barbecue I'm, and a few. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, no. Let's just let's put it into perspective. Playing games behind closed doors is not going to risk lives. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's, that, I don't think it's risking lives. So I'm saying just play the game behind closed doors, let the Euros go ahead. We'll just put some fan noise on speakers and make it seem like it's I that. guess Yeah, what is the logic behind uh per, like not playing behind closed doors well, is, is that it still requires, you know, several hundred people, I guess, to, to put on a game just to run the stadium and, and the the dressing rooms and the, the coaches to get them there and everything mm. like that. I'm guessing without the fans, there's still probably like best part of yeah. 500 people at a stadium yeah oh, the thing is there's a lot of controversy with it and this might be my final point on it the way that coronavirus works it's droplet transmission and it's through you know sneezing coughing so you're more likely to harm people in a, a small vicinity than you are in a 70,000 seater stadium you're not going to hit someone in row Z if you're in row C whereas cancel games or not or play them behind closed doors everyone goes to watch them in a pub Mm. you're sat at a table with four or five people you're going up to the bar you're buying pints you're coming back you're going to affect more people in that pub mm. than in a 60,000 seat stadium 
Yeah, true. So I know that's one of the problems. I think that's that's one of the reasons that they have cancelled the games altogether. Yeah. But um, but then people are just can I don't know. People people want to we're social creatures. <laughs> like people want to be around other people. So yeah, of course. Yeah, um, exactly. Maybe it's time for people to spend time with their families. <laughs> and um, just just chill so in your if house your for family a bit. has coronavirus just go <laughs> yeah, to yeah, that yeah. Room. well Contain unfortunately it. they just have to stay in their room <laughs> have to stay in their room and then you can roam the house and then, yeah imagine um, if you own a cleaning company right now like that oh, does deep cleans way. and Cleaning's anything up. like that lovely yeah. or you own a hand sanitizer or toilet roll maybe whatever, we should stop like... doing podcasts and um <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah we could like do shutting schools and cleaning schools and yeah surgeries and stuff like that my doctor's surgery was closed for like a couple of days. Yeah, so, I, I believe yeah, the yeah. doctor's surgery are probably closed and like clean. But like, do you really believe that like the that schools have closed down and then they're going through a deep cleaner? Probably the same cleaner just going around with a bottle of bleach. Mm. <laughs> I would imagine. <laughs> so. I mean, how does how does one? Corner. And also that you know that one cleaner or that one person is then you know yeah. like, if there is a virus there, they're they, going to they, get it. They let them do the deep clean. And so it's just going to be oh, this... sorry, you got to go two weeks in self isolation now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a zombie race of of cleaners um yeah. in london soon um i i mean final 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 point and probably with no discussion on this one but i do think the premier league uh will have games cancelled yep. very soon That's um it's or at least played behind closed doors yeah. mm. hopefully so, um liverpool's title run doesn't happen hopefully lovely <laughs> cancel the season no, cancel, cancel the season void the season just reset in august just yeah. again this was void a the season that yeah. hopefully uh later today if um arsenal slip up again uh if man city slip up against arsenal um and liverpool win against everton on monday then we won't have to worry about the premier league being decided because already be done Quite possible. Quite John's possible. face. John hates it. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, also uh, worth mentioning, it's been blowing up on social media. Um, I must confess, I've not finished it yet. I think, did you say you maybe started it? But Love is Blind um, mm. is something that I think we're going to talk about on BTF 36. Um, I know some of you will be watching that have seen all of it, seen the reunion show. I, have, I haven't and, even touched it. Yeah, and know everything about it. So, maybe this would be good to just give. 60 seconds on of course on what the show is John have you seen any of it I've literally seen some of the last episode right okay that's not a good place to it's be it's not a good place to start <laughs> yeah. so, I better just stay out of this yeah um, yeah so like I'm going to be watching it and knowing that a person said I do or I don't okay uh, yeah I do. like a couple of people I've seen a couple yeah uh, I mean I'll, I'll try and quickly summarise John it you're, you're actually everything that's wrong with society <laughs> how can you watch the last episode <laughs> the most important bit of the show before watching the actual predominant bit of John messaged me and said his sound wasn't working for the rest of it so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah got Netflix throwback <laughs> yeah. BTF 29 or something like that um, yeah I mean to summarise the show then, because I think you, Greg, you said you'd watched like the first... 10 minutes, 15 yeah, minutes. Yeah, which is interesting because it, the show is not really very consistent in terms of the first episode is one setting, one kind of theme in terms of they're in those pods yeah, and they're getting to know each other. And then they leave those after like one and a half episodes. Oh. Um, and then it goes on to the outside world and then it's more about actually them building up these relationships. They go on a holiday... So I think I think that I'd be interested to see if a lot of people were put off by the yeah. first episode, thinking, "Oh, this this is just a, a show about people talking to each other through a wall." 
um whereas it's really not that did you ever watch dating in the dark by the way that that program that, i heard of it yeah i'm <laughs> very it. serious about it. <laughs> a show that was not this. serious yeah. at all i think i've heard of it yeah i read about that once uh, um but yeah no uh, dating in the dark it reminded me a little bit of that where people would just go into this room yeah pitch black and then have a date um with obviously night night vision cameras in there okay. um but yeah it, it seems like a good show um We'll talk about it next week and we'll try and watch as much of it yeah. each, even if we just watch, just watch the, the last episode like <laughs> John has. One, yeah. Yeah. Um, read the subtitles. Yeah. I think that's, a, that's one to look forward to uh, in BTF 36. Greg, yeah. you had a huge rant about Spurs this week on our Instagram story. You can go and check that out on the, uh, the highlights on our Instagram account, which yep. is at at btf podcast yeah there we go close <laughs> enough <Solid. Very> simple. <laughs> yeah. the btf podcast um but yeah greg tell us about that what happened with spurs uh so it was norwich fa cup draw um we're at home we we the thing is you'll watch it on the highlights you can go and watch that um but there's just no heart in it there's just no there's no get up and go we scored in the 13th minute look I'm a man of simple pleasure right I like having a drink I like being with friends I like seeing my football team win <laughs> okay we went one we went one and up one nil up 13th minute mm-hmm. okay team scores we're getting up that's how it goes but even then I know I'm, I'm watching this game and thinking we haven't sewn this up we're not playing well we're not doing this is there going to be a goal come I wasn't surprised when it came I was surprised when we just didn't react didn't react didn't look like we cared didn't look like we wanted to do anything with it and then, you know, the penalties, we absolutely fluffed it. Um, this is the thing. We've got a lot of players injured. We've got Bergwijn out, Son, Kane, um, Larissa's is back out. You know what? Sissoko, I, I, feel, I kind of feel sorry for Mourinho. Yeah. Because, like, he's just been dealt, like, the, the, the shittest set of cards ever. Shit sandwich. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I'm glad that I haven't been hearing or seeing too much of people getting on his back almost um, and saying Mourinho out. I think it's very, very early days. But he hasn't probably taken off I don't know Greg what do you think um, taken off to how Spurs fans would have initially thought when he was coming in I think when he came in we didn't expect anything um, and I think from this season we're not expecting anything so I think that his real test will be in the summer so he brings in who leaves and next season will be the season if you know, he proves himself to be what we needed or what we absolutely didn't need I definitely agree that Potts should have gone it was time for him to go um, you know, I'm sceptical of Mourinho, but he, he is a winner. He'll want to win. It's just if the players underneath him want to win, and I'm not seeing that at the moment. I said it in the story that there's 17-year-old, 18-year-olds around the country that would be... do They would do anything to be in the position that these players are in. And they didn't even look bothered that they lost. They didn't even look bothered, and that's what wound me up so much. It was just like, another game. And then... The reaction of celebrating and being happy with gaining one point from Burnley. Mm. Yeah. All I'm saying is, sometimes clubs have to go through a difficult time. I remember yeah. when Liverpool celebrated uh, their draw to West Brom. I think it was at the time with like arms in the air as if they just won a trophy. They all lined up, threw their arms in, in the air, and that was like what three years ago when Klopp mm. had just joined. Yeah. And it's um. Tough, tough, tough times. Tough it is. Times, man. To think we were, chin. we were in the Champions League final nine months ago. It's, yeah. it's a, it's a disgrace to the championship. Is, well, I, I, I mean, personally, I think it's all conditioning. Like, if you don't get those injuries, if you don't have that inconsistency yeah. in your team, yeah. you're fine. But it's the way we react to it. 
Kane was but injured. But you had a thin squad in the first place. That doesn't help. Kane was injured at the beginning of January. You've got a whole transfer window then to get in someone a backup or bring it's in... still hard to do that. It is, but it is... Can you replace your ta- the talisman of your team? Because the, the, the best, best, player, best player in, or the best English player, yeah. maybe bar one. But we I don't... Think, I, think, I think now we're also faced with a situation where... Does Harry Kane stay at Spurs? I think so. I, I don't think know. Yeah. I don't, Why? I, I think so. Why? What's he got to stay for? Where does he go, Man United? Yeah, he's at, he's at, yeah right. that's what I was thinking. He he's going? coming into the prime of his career. He wants to be winning. You, you want to be winning trophies. You want to be. As a player, you want to be winning trophies. Yeah, but, but you can't... As like Dan says, the conditioning as well. It's not like they've got a bad, bad squad. They've had some horrific injuries. Yeah. Uh, How many chances, though, has he given, given out Spurs? Kane wasn't having a great season to begin with anyway. If he goes, then I'm I'm genuinely going to be okay with it because he doesn't want to be at the team. Mm. He doesn't want to win with this club, and that's fine. You go, we'll get 200 million for you. We'll get some players in, hopefully. I think if Harry Kane leaves Spurs, expect more dark, dark times. Mate, I'm a Tottenham fan. I, I, I yeah. expect nothing more than dark, dark times. <laughs> Don't worry about that. But yeah. yeah, this season is a write-off. However we end up is how we react in the summer and in next season. Then get back to me. <laughs> Signed, sealed, delivered. Exactly. Uh, we'll leave it. We'll leave it there with uh, Spurs chat. Um, F1 returns this weekend. Um, mm-hmm. The Melbourne Grand Prix, uh, the Australian Grand Prix, and I've got some kind of updates here on on the teams. Mostly the same actually uh, in F1 uh, in terms of the grid lineup this year. The only new driver is Nicholas Latifi, uh, who joins Williams uh, as the driver alongside uh, George Russell, replacing Robert Kubica. Um, Hamilton Bottas still at Mercedes. Vettel, Leclerc, Ferrari, uh, and Albon Verstappen with Red Bull. Returning, we also have uh, Esteban Ocon, um, who's going to be driving um, at Renault alongside Daniel Ricciardo this year. But moving on from from the drivers themselves, um, I just want to look at Lewis Hamilton this year and the records that he's potentially going to break this year. You know, if he has another um, fantastic year. So I'm going to. This is going to be a long list, basically, really. <laughs> but, um, so he'll move into second this season for most races with a single constructor. Um, so we'd have to start 13 races with Mercedes to go to that. I mean, it's not overly impressive, but um, he already leads most wins. Oh, no, most races with a single engine supplier because obviously he was McLaren, Mercedes, and, and now um, actual Mercedes. Um, he is seven wins uh, behind Michael Schumacher to be the to have the most wins of all time uh, in F1. Um, he and he's never won more than 11 races in a season, which is quite interesting and he's never had more than five consecutive wins. Um, so I I think he'll be going for those this season. Um, if he wins in either Canada or Hungary, um, he'll join Schumacher for the most wins of one Grand Prix, which is eight. Uh, so he's got seven at both of those uh, GPs so far. Um, if he gets pole this weekend in Melbourne, uh, he'll have the most pole positions at, a, at the same Grand Prix, um, which, again, incredibly impressive. Uh, he needs five podiums to go top of podiums all time. Uh, he's also set this season to go top of uh, races finished in the points most laps led of all time and the longest distance led and of course if he does win the championship sorry Greg to be boring you on no, this no, one no, no, no. Um, if he does win the championship uh, he will have, he'll, he'll join Schumacher up there with, with seven world championships now 
he's he's not done at all. Like it's not like we're talk. This guy is at the end of his career. How he's still very he? much in it. He feels like he's been twenty five for the last like, like ten years. No, he's definitely coming up to the, his late thirties. Oh, nah, he's not late thirties. No, no, coming no. up to almost like thirty. <laughs> When I say late 30s, what do we call oh, late 30s? 35. Pick, pick a number. 35, yeah? Yeah. That's mid 30s. What are you saying? What? <laughs> what was he? 35. He's 35. Yeah. yeah. That's mid 30s. That's yeah. not late 30s. Well, he's approaching wow. it. He's got, he's got one year before he hits 36. That's late 30s. Semantics, I'll take, I'll take it. You, you, you're all right there. Um, Wait, how old is he? January, January birthday. He's 35 now. 35. So mm. a month, a month or two ago, we wouldn't have accepted your statement, but unfortunately, yeah. <laughs> unfortunately my, my statement is accepted. So he's he, yeah, he's thirty five, um, and yeah, basically he's he's set to go to the top of so many records this season already. And I think the goat. I think so. I do think so. It's interesting because we have to go back to like I don't know BTF twenty one, but yeah. you weren't convinced. We had a chat, and you were like, I know. "What ages do race drivers convinced. retire at?" It depends. Um, there's that Spanish one that's still like he's like fucking fifty eight. I think if they're in it, if they, I think if they stay in, F, you know, if they stay in the zone and they train hard and they're dedicated, then late thirties, like maybe thirty seven, thirty eight. Um, you know, people like Barrichello, um, Felipe Massa, um, they all went on quite well. But I don't know to stay at the top. For so long, I think that's the thing that convinces me. Like you say, I wasn't sure. And and uh, to to stick on, I don't want to spend too much time on F1, but the thing is he has done it in the best car. And that, that was my point before is that, you know, can you call him the GOAT when he's in the best car? But then also, he's you know, he's overtaking Michael Schumacher in everything. And it just happens that the Ferrari was brilliant when Schumacher was in that. And the other guy that's up there with all the records is Sebastian Vettel, who also was in a, a dominating Red Bull um, back then. So, um, but the one point I think with the car side of things this season is that Mercedes have this new thing called uh, DAS, which is dual axis steering. So basically, as well as a bit going left to right with the steering wheel, you can go forwards and backwards which adjusts the... My car can do can't that. Remember. <laughs> it's not so, meant to, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which adjusts, like, the angle of the wheels. So, basically, when the car brakes, the wheels naturally come inwards. Um, oh, so, okay. yeah, the yeah. driver can basically choose to... So, the, the wheels are, are set that way. Yeah. Um, usually. But now, he'll be able to pull his steering wheel forward or push it forward, whatever... Um, and that will straighten the wheels in the straights and then you can put them back to that position oh, in the corners. Okay. So it's just going to, it could just revolutionize F1. Um, there's talk of Red Bull maybe protesting it, um, but it's only going to make Hamilton faster. I yeah. think, I think obviously, I think the technology has already been banned for next season. Um, yes. So I think it's the only season that they'll be using it. Which so is ridiculous. What, yeah. What's yeah. the fucking well, point in that? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but I, I guess it's just obviously a really good piece Sorry, of... Sorry, Levi's mum. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a really good piece of obviously uh, engineering. I've got a friend of mine who absolutely loves uh, F1, won't stop going on about it. Um, and he was talking about how essentially the car will be just that little bit closer to the ground. So it would be able to take the corners like at just that slight, mm. slightly quicker, almost um, shaving off temps. But in the scheme of uh, F1, those tents in certain sectors um, uh, in the grand scheme of the race, they do count. So oh, yeah, qualifying. Should we be commending Mercedes uh, for an absolute, potentially innovative um, engineering? What's the reason um, for the ban for next season? I'm not actually 100% clear cut on what the actual reason for it is, but um, 
they just came out and said they won't be used um, next season, um, potentially because of Red Bull's protests, uh, suggesting that it gives them an unfair advantage. But yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm not 100% sure on those. But um, yeah, so Hamilton basically is set to just go to... The, I think once you're at the top of every record, yeah. can can you not be the GOAT? Mm. He's the GOAT. Yeah, but it's he'll probably be faced with that argument. Is, do you want to reach the top <clears throat> and then stop? Or do you want to reach a top and, and then and put a and bit then, of and then put your own almost yeah. legacy on it? Um, and I hundred percent, he's he's going to do that. He's, he's, a, he's that a, kind of he'll guy. stick around. He's he'll stick around. Guy, yeah. He'll beat the records and he and, and he'll do some more as well. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I think the <laughs> you, I, uh, yeah, yeah. To bring it down a little bit, I think the the Schumacher situation maybe is a could be a bit of a cloud over that. In that, oh, hundred percent. You know, if he was still racing, where would he be at the moment and that kind of thing? Yeah. So. Yeah, I don't, I, don't I, I don't think it's as much as... Um, I don't think there was any ever any chance of Schumacher kind of adding wins and adding was adding stuff. Okay. He, he was he was done with... He was retired. Right, um, okay. But there's still a cloud there in, in terms of... Right, you know, it's right. a very, very, very tragic situation uh, with Schumacher and, and his current health. And um, I think anyone that has any interest in F1, whether you like Schumacher when he's a driver or not, you know, wishes a, a, any kind of recovery to to Michael to to kind of it's just a, a horrific situation. Was, so yeah. there will be, you know, that that is a cloud in in some yeah. sense that you're kind of overtaking someone who's in a sad situation in their life. But um, I'm sure that there'll be uh, many tributes kind of paid to to Schumacher's F1 career. Yeah, certainly if Hamilton does start kind of uh, jumping up there, for sure. Is there a Hall in, of Fame in F1? Uh, I, don't I don't think, think so. so, yeah. I but so. I mean, if there was, it would be mm. Senna, Schumacher, yeah. um, Prost, Hamilton, <laughs> pretty much now. Jackie Stewart, maybe. Sessions. Yeah, who's the, who's Taplow two, winner. Who's the two racers that they made a film on uh, as well? So Lightning McQueen. Frost and Nixon, um, I think. <laughs> no, that was a, a Cars <laughs> joke. That went straight over my head. <laughs> um, it cars. was James... Uh, yeah. It's really annoying. The blonde the guy is quite good as played well. Played by Hemsworth. Yeah. Um, Rush. Rush is yeah, the film. Yeah. Um, Do you want me to have a look? Yeah. He was like a. I think that was seventies. Um, Nicky Lauda was yes. the 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 yeah. driver, the German. Uh, James Hunt and Nicky Lauda. James Alder. Hunt. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't Good know. What, film. I don't know why, but um, directed by Ron Howard. Yes, it is. from Happy Days. Right. Happy Days. If you want to follow that story, um, if that's anything to go by, One maybe the early inductees as well. Potentially. Yeah, I would imagine so. I think James Hunt had quite a short career, um, but yeah, he was a very, very exciting uh, race driver. Um, and I'm, on the subject of F1 films, have you seen Senna? I haven't. Oh yeah. mate, that that is a stunning documentary and and just a brilliant piece of cinema so yeah. um, if if you get a chance to watch that uh, please do um, any final points John to add on, on whether Hamilton's the GOAT no for me he's the GOAT um, <laughs> and he'll just cement that this season I, I think he'll continue to win and he's, he's got the best best car yeah. and he's an outstanding driver he's an Arsenal fan isn't he Kindred spirits. Yes. Uh, let's get some uh, predictions for the games then coming up this week. So obviously tonight uh, we have Man City and Arsenal in the Premier League. Um, really quick predictions on these ones. Um, two 0 City. 
2-0 City. You know what? I was, about to say, I was going to say the same thing, but I'm going to change up a little bit. I don't want to be like you, John. I'm going to say, <laughs> I'm going to say 3-1 City. 3-1 City and Greg. I reckon it'll be slim. I reckon it'll be a 1-0 City. But no me. They looked toothless I've, earlier I've, in the week. Yeah, I've, but we've got David Luiz. <laughs> this is true. This is true. I've just made another prediction. And I literally promised on, that then. I wouldn't make another prediction. No, I've just made. Oh one. right, it's oh, right. Three, it's not Liverpool. Yeah, I'm not making any more Liverpool okay. predictions. I, hope, take I really, really hope that because I've said three-one C, now it goes in the opposite um, direction. Go. Oh, me too. Me too. It might I, happen. I, I double captain. I um, I put Bamian as my captain this week, thinking that you know he's got two games. Yeah. In fantasy football, but didn't get on the score sheet against West Ham, and I can't see him getting on it tonight. I had Vardy in mine. I captain Vardy. Yeah. Not well. Did he get two goals? He got two. Yeah. Yeah. So he finally scored. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I took him out this week. I did. Well, Abamian. Got it. I took him out for next week, so I might have to try and fix that. Right. So next prediction, we got PSG versus Dortmund in the Champions League. Uh, played behind closed doors. Aggregate score at the moment is two-one to Dortmund. Uh, predictions for the final aggregate score in this game. Who's going through? Mm. I'm gonna say it's gonna be a. T- it's probably be a two-all draw. Um, but yeah, I back Dorman to um, go into the next round. But I think it's going to be a draw. It's going to be a tight, tightly fought contest. I think it's going to be tight. I think the crowd is going to make a real difference there. Um, I think, yeah, Dortmund, I think they'll win 2-0. So 4-1. Four, four, John? Regret. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I, think, I agree with Levi. I think it'll be a draw, but Dortmund will go through. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. Is Neymar fit? Is Neymar playing? I uh, don't know. No, Let me check. I think he should be. Mbappe and, and Neymar. I'm I'm gonna go that PSG can actually get a result finally uh in the in the Champions League. Um I think playing behind closed doors might might help them out a little bit. Uh so I'll go with the one nil PSG win, uh and that'll obviously give them that away goals. Is away goals is, is still, goals. Yeah, yeah, still, yeah, yeah, still yeah, still valid. Um yeah, so PSG away goals win. Um <laughs> Levi, we, we won't make you make a prediction on this one, um, but Liverpool um, playing Atletico Madrid or Atletico Madrid. Obviously, all kids say Atletico Madrid. Uh, <laughs> naturally, put the H in there. But um, yeah, one nil obviously from the from the away leg back to Anfield under Anfield. the famous. It's not behind atmosphere. closed doors, is it? What I'm just gonna what I'm gonna add just really quickly goes. is uh, prediction. Honest, time. No, Frank, yeah, I'm no. not gonna predict at all. I'm actually going to say something, but I'm going to say Liverpool are playing really, really poorly at the moment. Uh, if we're talking about Liverpool, shaky at Bournemouth, terrible at Watford, shaky at West Ham. So that's their last three games, I would say, in the Premier League. Really, really on shaky ground. Um, something's not quite right, but I think they will have the added bonus of, had, of having Jordan Henderson back in the starting lineup, um, which hopefully will provide that boost and obviously will have the... Mm. The Anfield crowd behind Liverpool on a European night. Um, so that being said, let that lead your prediction making. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can't discount the uh, the, the Anfield the Anfield crowd. Yeah, um, but I'm, I'm gonna throw can I throw mine out there first. Yeah, I'm go gonna go say three two to Liverpool, and then away goals win. Wow! For, so a two two draw is that? So on the night to be yeah three two and then overall to be a three all draw. Oh right, oh, okay. Yeah. That would take would that take a flicker through? It yeah, away goal. Yeah, because yeah. they would score two at Anfield. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I can see Atleti going through. Really, mm. um, I think that they will either go out and straight away defend or nick one and straight away defend or the away goals will decide it. Really, I'm gonna go for nil nil. Really, yeah. I think so. Um, we're all saying, yeah. I can't wait to come out. back next week and um, look, all you, look all of you haters in the eye and just say, um, 
I told you. So. Oh, oh, I'm not, not going to. That's a prediction. That's, right not, that's, not, that's not a prediction. <laughs> we got it out of him in the end. Uh, Levi predicts that Liverpool will go through. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> on Thursday, then, uh, Man United play LASK. Mm. Uh, Austrian team uh, away in Austria again behind closed doors. Yeah. Um, quick one on this just win, draw, lose. Um, win John? For United. Yeah. Win for United. Convincing win yeah, for Man United. Yeah, yeah, they're, 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 they're on fire four at the moment. Goals, I reckon. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> lots of chat there, but yeah, I do. I do think. Um, so I go again. United, United win. will win. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Olympiacos taking on Wolves out in uh, Athens for that one, Greg. That can be a tough game for Wolves. I think uh, Ath- uh, Olympiacos have got goals in them. Um, beat Arsenal. Beat, yeah, they had us two 0 two nil down. Um, yeah, I, th- I can see Olympiacos stealing a win there. I'm I'm going to say Wolves will snatch it one nil. Um, I think Wolves are a slightly better team than Arsenal this this season, anyway. Um, so table don't lie. Yeah, I think I, I think they could snatch a, a, a one nil um, and come back to the UK with with a bit of a lead. Nice if they're allowed. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to disagree yeah. there. I think uh, I actually think Wolves will get to the final. Um, so I'll pick them to go for it. Okay, yeah. interesting. Yeah, I, do, I I like this Wolves team a lot. So I'm I'm saying they go out there get an away win. Uh, the final UK team in Europe. Uh, Rangers Glasgow Rangers taking on Bayer Leverkusen at Ibrox this is also on Thursday night uh, can they beat uh, Bayer John um, Stevie G's Glasgow Rangers I'm going to go for a draw on one draw I'm going to Bayer Leverkusen will take the win probably 2-0 okay uh, I see Leverkusen winning that 2-0 nice Parrot times. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm just going to say, yeah, draw for that one as well. I I'm not confident on the score. It could be a uh, nil-nil, actually, I think, mm. maybe. Which would be impressive, actually, if Rangers can, can hold Leverkusen to not score. Uh, and the final prediction, a game that I'm going to, uh, hopefully, uh, if, if all football games are not played behind closed doors or cancelled by Friday, uh, Fulham taking on Brentford. This is third place in the championship, taking on fifth place at the moment um quite a big game mm. uh we'll comfortably kind of put fulham in playoff contention mm. if we do get a win um i'm going to do a levi and refrain from predicting this one but it'd be interesting to hear uh your predictions um obviously appreciating that you probably might not watch too many fulham games this year um mm. but yeah john thoughts i'll go fulham uh back, back, back in the home team um yeah they're higher up the table <clears> on good form so Yep. Yeah, Fulham. Levi? Unfortunately, I'm probably going to annoy you a bit that I'm going to say Brentford will take it. I just, some at points, I'm just not convinced with, with Fulham. Um, they're just one of them teams, they either, lead, they, they either convince them with their win or if they do, when they do win, they'll leave it really, really late. And I think I was, I'm more convinced with Brentford potentially going there um, and making a stamp on <clears throat> the league. I think it's going to be a really interesting game. Just looking at their um, form at the moment, Brentford haven't won in their last four games. Um, Fulham getting so, yeah, two wins out of five. It might be the other way around, the way you're reading it, because Brentford won 5-0 at the weekend. Oh, I'm looking at it differently. So they haven't okay, won they got four. one, one yeah. in yeah. five games, yeah, yeah. Um, but I do see Fulham taking this one. Mm. Yeah, I know I... I said I wouldn't make a prediction, so let's Don't predict. <laughs> <laughs> but a quick shout out actually to the uh, Forever Fulham podcast uh, who uh, 
follow us on Instagram. Yeah, shout out. They're doing a good job, those boys, Hal and Rocco. Uh, so, yeah, final question is, can Man United challenge for the Premier League next year? Uh, Greg, to open up on this one, and we'll keep this, again, quite brief, maybe a minute. I don't think so. I'll set, I think set the time. <clears throat> next season, uh, the one good thing about this season is we know that next season is going to be hotly contested. No one is going to want Liverpool to run away like they did this year. City, depending on how the ban goes, it's going to be a really interesting conversation. Tottenham as well with Mourinho, a free transfer window. And, and you know, Frank Lampard, he's getting a bit of a groove going on at Chelsea. Mm. And Leicester are going to want to galvanise and keep up the momentum. It's going to be a really difficult one. I don't think so. Levi? I think they'll, in the early stage, probably challenge, but I don't think they will um, be able to mount a charge. Obviously, it'll be massively dependent on the business they do in the summer. Um, massive addition of Bruno Fernandes, who's uh, managed to almost hit the ground running. Player of the month. Yeah, 100%. Um, and see how him, he and Paul Pogba, um, if we're still having that conversation, um, can gel in that Manchester United team and potentially cause ripples. But for now, I'm saying no. Um, but based on their summer transfer business um, and the collaboration between the two centre midfielders potentially and collaboration with Mina Rayola, I'm sure <laughs> uh, final sort of 10-15 seconds yeah, of yeah, I'll <laughs> yes I will uh, I will say yeah they, they can taking on what uh, uh, Greg said with everyone challenging I think it will be a little bit like you know people dropping points left right and centre and if they manage to uh, get Rashford backfiring or even do some good business and get a good striker in the summer I think they've got every chance cool yeah and Dan I think they will you know um, there just seems to be a different different energy around that team now Bruno Fernandes has come in it just takes one player to kind of mm. wake yeah. a lot of other yeah, there's a lot of good talent there it just takes mm. one player to come in and kind of wake them up um, I so, said they permanently sign Igalo but that might be a, yeah a I think that would be a great signing I think he's been yeah, good I think he, he looks sharp 100% um, and I think it's telling as well. He's always wanted to play for Man United as well. That's the thing. Um, yeah. And having almost that passion for the badge, I think he's been able to show that in the short space of time that he's been there. He's a quality yeah. player. I, I well. do think that that is the next stage of football that we're going to see. We are going to see reverting back to players that want to play for the badge rather than just yeah. paying uh, hand over fist for the, the best player. Yeah. I think Pogba will go and uh, Fernandez is going to be a key, key player. Nice. All right, well, I think we will leave it there then for BTF35. If you have, stay with us uh, for the entirety of the show. Of course, thank you, and please do give us a thumbs up if you enjoyed what you saw. Uh, we will be back next week. Uh, if you haven't already watched it, please do watch Love is Blind so you can uh, join in on the conversation with us next week. Um, don't just skip just to the last episode. episode. <laughs> yeah, like, like John's done. Um, yeah, thank you, boys, for uh, another good show. Thank, thank you, Dad. Thank you very much. And uh, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.